This isn't Chris Stapleton, too. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to Cairo Nights. The great Curtis Mayfield. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> you know, some of the national news at the top of the hour and, and Lisa Brooks. I got to wonder, what, what do Americans care less about, in your opinion, Matt? What do we care less about? Do we care less about Chinese spy balloons flying over our country or classified documents in the homes of our former elected officials. What do we I care would less guess about? the classified documents. Yeah I, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. You know, the, the story of Mike Pence is now, his, his home in Indiana is being searched for classified documents. You know, when it comes to the classified docs, I mean, first off, there was a survey done. A poll was taken about Americans and how they feel about the possession of classified documents by former elected officials, both President Trump, President Biden, and Vice President Pence. And remember, when Biden's documents were covered, he was vice president as well. So there's kind of a level playing field in that regard. And most people really don't care. Most people, people who are bent out of shape, do it on a on a partisan basis, I think. But I think it's about intent. You know, I, I can't imagine that former Vice President Pence knowingly took documents out of the White House, you know, and, and kept them squirreled away. I don't, I don't see Pence as that kind of guy. I don't think former President, excuse me, former Vice President Biden or President Biden took stuff home to his Delaware beach house to to squirrel it away with ill intent. And and you may hate me for saying this, but I I do I do see former president Trump given his lifelong habits of, you know, assuming everything was his. And once he had it, he wasn't giving it back and he was, you know, mine 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 mine. I do see former President Trump maybe looking at things in that regard. And and these – with regard to them having the docs, I don't really care. I don't really care. You know, I've given – actually, this is an area where I will give Donald Trump uh, credit maybe is not the right word. But I never – because he was not a typical politician because he came from the world of big business uh-huh. and was very wealthy – I never expected him to really have a lot of patience or nuance or understanding for all of the intricacies of the rules. So his recklessness with documents doesn't really surprise me because I always viewed that as kind of who he was. Yeah, they gave him the benefit of the doubt. Right, he didn't really know what the what the statures were on taking class. Like a lot of like a lot of stuff could arguably arguably be ignorance more than. Plotted malfeasance. Then, then I'm willing okay. to allow that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I give you that. I think that's a fair thing to say. Trump, really, you're right. He doesn't have the mechanisms of political guardrails. Didn't really care to learn them, though. And I think when you're taking a job, you got to learn how it's supposed to be done. Or Pretty at least fair. have your lawyers keep yeah, things in line on. for yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he yeah. had quite a number of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And with regard to the second uh, balloon, what did they say what the second one was? The second flying object that was shot down today, right? It was wasn't it over um, Alaska? It was over Alaska, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but they weren't, weren't going to make the mistake of letting it float across the country to get bad press for another week, right? They were. It was over. Here comes Lisa Brooks, ladies and gentlemen, to correct me when I'm wrong. I, I nothing like having a live fact check. No, you're not wrong. I, I oh, just okay. wanted to give you some additional information. Oh, please do. Please. Yeah, it, as far as we know, it's not a balloon. They have only said it is an unidentified flying something. object. It's yeah. a UFO. That's the classic definition of a UFO. And it's all we know is it's about the size of a small car. Okay. Like so, a little Fiat, one of those boxcars or something like a Cessna, you know, fu- a Corolla. A, a Corolla. Yep. <laughs> all of that works. Okay. So if it's from China, it's a, the size of a Kia. If it's from Italy, it's the size of a Fiat. Well, Kias right? are actually made in South Korea. Are they? Are Kias? Are yeah. they South Korean? Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. I, more. See that? Lisa Brooks, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's okay. You know, I feel bad for anybody with a drone this week. Heaven forbid you're out flying drones. It's going to be shot down. Okay? It's going to be shot down. Now, this second... There were people who enjoyed using drones for target practice anyway. Yeah. If if you order some... It's a bad week for Amazon to roll out their drone delivery program, isn't it? Yeah. The test this week may not go as well as previously. (laughs) Another one didn't make it, boss. Yeah. You know... It's it's crap that China felt like they could do this, if if even if indeed this one is Chinese, which I don't think it is. But the the, the news came out last weekend, was it that the previous administration under the Trump administration, a couple if not three Chinese weather satellites had floated across America, and one across South America, and one had already uh, done this over. American airspace during the Biden administration, so I think the first six months or first three months of the Biden administration, there was a Chinese balloon that had floated across America. And it wasn't made public under the Trump administration. It wasn't made public under the first first incidents under Biden. This one went public because somebody saw it. You know, somebody looked up and saw it and we had it we had to go public with it. I think it's interesting that they uh the shoot it down crowd was proven wrong though this time. Not not today's incident. Today's incident was just a matter of, you know, keeping more bad publicity off the Biden administration. The folks who said we shut the last weather balloon down last week, you know, what they have learned because the Defense Department decided it was in the best interest of America to shoot this balloon down over water once it had cleared the continental U.S. and made its way to the shores offshore of the Carolinas. In shooting this balloon down over water, they were able to retrieve most of this intact and realize just exactly what the Chinese were doing, that it had surveillance gear attached to the last week's Chinese balloon that could pick up much more information than than they wanted us to know they were trying to get. And Defense Department has said that once they realized what it was and where it was at and they could track its movements, they were able to do some things on the ground that interfered with its ability to both receive and transmit information. Because there were several different antennas attached to that balloon last week. It was a little more high-tech than they were giving us, giving it on to be. You know, China's uh, statements that it's a weather balloon were complete BS. So I guess the bigger question here is, you know, are we shocked that China is spying on us? 
Would you be shocked to learn we're spying on them? We're spying on everybody all the time. The whole world is spying on each other all the time. I love that China's picking up this radio show because it wastes so much of their time. You know, the people that listen to this show monitoring us for important information could be listening to other more important things. It's great that they're wasting time here. They are hearing some great music. You know, a little Curtis Mayfield. The Chinese are digging that. That's good for them, man. I don't imagine there's a great deal of classic R&B on the radio out there. No, that's probably, this show's probably the highlight of their week, right? You know what we should do? We should, um, let's do a segment next hour about movies. Because that's, you know, they they don't get to see good movies in China, right? We'll do, we'll do some more movie trivia stuff next, next hour. That'd be fun to do. Yeah, I don't, I, I think America is, we love making big deals out of everything. We overblow it. You know, last week's uh, kerfuffle from the GOP about how Biden looked weak and how we didn't do the right thing and this would never happen under Trump. And they were so quick with the wrong analysis and so quick to make statements that just look ridiculous in, in hindsight because they did do this during Trump and they did do this during Biden. They do this all the time. China spies on us all the time, but they're clumsy. You know, China is is ham-handed, I guess is the term you use, right? When you're clumsy about things. We're we're better at it than the Chinese are. You know, we we've had U2 spy planes flying over the Soviet Union and over communist China for for decades, man. We we know what they're doing. We know what troop movements are. We have keyhole satellites. We know what's going on. You know, they knew the Chinese knew where all those military bases were before last week's weather balloon. And and when they did try to fly over those facilities, we used ground transmissions to scramble what they could see and what they could send. We literally camouflage stuff. I made a joke last week about every soldier on the base holding a palm plant over their heads and blocking out the jet fighters on the runway so they thought it was just another forest. But we really did use camouflage. I mean, physical land camouflage. Over several several military installations where this weather balloon was flying so that they couldn't see what was on the ground. We went new school and old school to block what they could see. I mean, you know, don't get so we shouldn't get so bent out of shape about figuring out that the Chinese are spying on us. And so are the Russians. And, you know, everybody is. We're all spying on each other. Every phone call, every breath you take, every move you make. You know, Chinese, the Chinese government, I should say the Chinese. I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be uh, insulting to the people of China or even Chinese Americans especially. The Chinese government, they stop at nothing to figure out what's going on. I mean, we should be more worried about TikTok than weather balloons. How many states now have decided not to have an official state government TikTok account? I think it's like 17 states and counting more states every day, deciding that it's a bad idea to have a, a, a state official state TikTok account because they can, the Chinese can, Chinese government can monitor our, all of our TikTok accounts and find out what we're doing and get our information. And it's not like they're just going to find out who's got the best cat videos, who's got the best dance moves, you know? That's not it. It's when when they can hack into your TikTok account, they can hack into your phone. There go your banking records. There go all your passwords. 
You know, it's that that's hacking is is top shelf, man. People who hack are good. You know, what they say 60 percent of Americans have had a, have been victims of identity theft at one point or another. Right. All of us have. Probably more than 60 percent now and how old I saw that stat. I mean, we've had our identity compromised a couple times in our house. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. You got to go through and change your bank accounts, get new debit cards, credit cards, whatever it might be. If someone you go through and somebody skims it at a, at a gas station or whatever, or hacks your account, and next thing you know, you get a call from the bank. Did you buy a sombrero in Houston? No, I did not. Thanks for checking, though. You got to start all over again with a new card, new account number. Security is so fleeting. We just got to be careful of our own code content and our own accounts and be diligent about what we do. And of course, military, so it's different than personal. I get that. That's why national security is what it is. That's why when the balloon floated over America, they did what they had to do to keep the information from getting to that satellite. That's why they shot down the, the latest one. You know, who knows what it could have. It could have been a stork. Could have been a baby on the way. They didn't care. Biden administration didn't care. And we're going to get another week of bad PR. They're going to shoot the damn thing down. And they did. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't haven't dug into this yet this week, and I'm I'm trying not to. I'm trying to be very partisan this week, man. I'm trying to keep an open mind and be more empathetic and understanding and and willing to hear opposing viewpoints. You know, that outfit that Marjorie Taylor Greene wore at the State of the Union was supposed to represent a hot air was that that balloon. That was her ration. That was her staff's explanation for the fur-lined white coat she was wearing. She wanted to embody the Chinese spy balloon as an insult to President Biden during the State of the Union address. Seriously, that was their intent. First off, Marjorie Taylor Greene walked the halls of Congress last Tuesday, this past Tuesday, the day of the State of the Union, with a white balloon tied to her wrist. I appreciated the folks who wrote it on it, you know, like the Stephen King horror movie. I thought that was fitting. But for her to just, you know, want to wear a white outfit that looked like a balloon to kind of poke fun at President Biden. I think her head by itself was enough of a hot air balloon representation to make her point. She didn't need the white coat. But I'm, I'm being petty. I don't want to be petty. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. So it's like I'll give Mike Pence the benefit of the doubt. I think Mike Pence is too good of a man to steal classified documents for ill purposes. I do. I think he's too good of a man to do that. I think Joe Biden's too good of a man to do that. And I think Donald Trump probably through just ignorance of political protocol, if he took stuff home with him, it's because he's a souvenir guy. He's a tchotchke kind of guy. He'll be the first one to tell you, man, whether it's Muhammad Ali's boxing glove, somebody's wrestling belt. Trump loves that kind of stuff. Everything's a memento to him. Everything. Love letters from Kim Jong-un. Who wouldn't keep those? Put them in your scrapbook next to the Valentine's Day cards that Ivana sent you and Melania. I'm sure I'm sure he keeps those, too. You know, real sentimental fellow. He's a sentimental guy. Sure. He's a trophy guy. You know, he's proud of his accomplishments. He's a trophy guy. And, you know, he's also one of these bosses that totally remembers and has kind words to say about his former staff. <laughs> Is he? I didn't know that. <laughs> that was said firmly tongue-in-cheek. Don't bite your tongue. Have fun, man. It's good. All right, that's great. 
Yeah, he will He will forget he knew you pretty quick. I know that. For a guy that's loyalty is so big to a guy, he will forget he knew you pretty darn quick. <laughs> yeah, they shot down another uh, floating object near our borders. It's going to be a little quicker on the trigger from here on out, I think. Again, it's a bad week to try out your new drift. you got a drone for Christmas, don't fly it for a while. Just let it lay low for a while. Even if it's windy, don't take your kite out. Might not get it back. It's Cairo Nights. I'm Spike O'Neill with Matt Butler. We'll be right back. That story uh, Lisa brought to us about uh, actually Nicole. I should credit Nicole Jennings. That uh, the Evergreen State isn't our official state motto. You know, it's not our it's not our an official state nickname, our state slogan. It's it's accepted everywhere. It's been used since the eighteen nineties in in early tourism that we were the Evergreen State, but it's not official. I was thinking about state. Slogan, state mottos. You probably know a few, right, Matt? You know, um, if I were to give you a state motto, you, could you tell me what state it is? Depends on the state. Yeah, of course, of course. If I say the Sunshine State, Florida. Yeah. How about the Aloha State? Hawaii. Right. See, a lot of them are really easy. The, the Keystone Peach Tree State. What's that? The Peach Tree State. Uh, Georgia. Georgia. There you go. How about the Keystone State? Pennsylvania. There you go. Uh, the Hawkeye State. Ohio. No, it's, um, I'm not sure if they're the Buckeye State or not, Ohio. Let oh, me take a look. Buckeye State. Yeah. Um, the, the Buckeye State is Ohio. The Hawkeye State would be Iowa. Iowa, Iowa Hawkeyes. right. Yeah. Uh, the Lone Star State? Texas. Sure. How about the North Star State? Ooh, North Star. Think hockey. Well, when I think of hockey, I think of Canada. Well, <laughs> this state used to have a team called the North Stars. Bit before my time. Minnesota. I... Minnesota's the North Star State. Wow. Speaking of the North Star, though, what's uh, what's Alaska's state motto? Do you remember? Do you know what it is? I do not. Last Frontier. Last Frontier. How about the Grand Canyon State? Where's that? My gosh. I, I got like, <laughs> I got into okay, this business okay, to be okay. allowed to be ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the Grand Canyon State. Is Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. The Golden State? California. Yeah. Uh, the first state? You should know a little American history for that one. Jeez. First I state, am first state to sign on to the Declaration of Independence. 
See, these are things that I know I knew at one point in time, and then the information just got crowded out no, by no, other no, stuff. No, I, I totally hear you, man. You had it's to... frustrating, though, because you know you knew it. Right, right. It's like, I didn't never know that. Um, what did I ask? I, th- I forgot. See, I forgot what I even asked. The first signatory to the Declaration of Independence. Delaware. Delaware. The first state. That's theirs. How, about the, uh, how about the show me state? Show me state. So on their license plate. Show me state. Would that be Missouri? It is Missouri. Nicely done. How about the Hoosier state? Indiana, of course. Nice, nice, nicely done. Yep. Let's see. And this one kind of puzzles me. It's called, this one is, their motto is the Constitution state. I would personally think that would be either, either Massachusetts or, or Pennsylvania, right? Right. But no, it's uh, the Constitution state is Connecticut. Connecticut. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> the neutral state. <laughs> The neutral state. I know, right? But that's, oh, what, geez, I've never heard this one. What a weird, what a weird state slogan. It would be. I mean, if it were a country, it would make sense. If it right, would be like Switzerland. Right. But, exactly, exactly. No, it's it's Arkansas, the uh, neutral state. Were they were they neutral in the Civil War or something? I don't know. I, don't know I would either, say huh? certainly it's not a modern day uh, applicable right. description. Um, Maryland, my home state, the old line state. I knew that one because the Mason Dixon line between North and South. In the Civil War was the Pennsylvania-Maryland line. The northern border of Maryland was the northern border of the Confederacy, while Maryland considered itself to be a neutral state in the Civil War, given that America's capital, Washington, D.C., was in Maryland, but part of the, uh, the Union. You know, the Granite State? The Granite State is New Hampshire. How about the Garden State? You know the Garden State, right? Right now, I'm too ticked off, Spike, to play Why? this game. Why? Oh, texting? Yeah. No, some, no, no, some, no, 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 let's, no, no. Let's, let's go down this road and clarify something. Okay. In the bulk of mass shootings nope, that nope, have taken nope. place at high schools and <laughs> schools in the United States, they were committed with an AR-15. Look it up. It's fact. Okay. So, yeah, and was, let's, let's let this, let put put that guy to bed. Put the 425 to bed. Uh, and I'll explain, folks at home, why, why we're talking. Let's get back to state. Lo- There's so much fun. There's so much fun. These state mottos. Okay. <laughs> you you wear your heart on your sleeve, buddy, and I appreciate that. I really do, man. What is the shrug off mass murder of children state? Oh no, no, we're not going to play that game. We're not going to play that game. Everyone, you know, everyone's got an opinion that they're entitled to, bud. And and we can. Well, there's think, a lot of dead kids today, Spike, I, that don't have the freedom to have their opinion or pursue their right to life, liberty, and happiness because of thinking like this. I I understand, but it's just one person. It's one person who has no more sway over how we feel as a country than you or I do. You know, everyone's got a point of view, and everyone's entitled. That's one of the great things about America. Whether it's Nebraska, the Cornhusker state, Nevada, the Silver state. Or that guy's backyard, which is the butthole state. It doesn't matter. We've all got the right to have our own opinion. Oh, you know? I'm not disputing that he has the right to that opinion. Right. I'm just pointing out that he's wrong. Well, it's and and we all have we all have our crosses to bear. 
Mine apparently good. is this. <laughs> Lucky how, me. How did Illinois get to be the prairie state? They ain't a prairie anywhere in yeah, Illinois. Yeah, that wouldn't be the one I would you know, pick for. A I'd prairie say the big state. shoulder state. You know, Chicago state. The uh, the state of uh, the state of gun violence is <laughs> Illinois, right? Well, actually, though, no, they buy most of the guns in Indiana. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Yeah, statistically, most yeah. of the guns used in crimes in Chicago are trafficked in from Indiana. Oh, no kidding! I didn't know that. You know where the volunteer state is, right? Tennessee. There you go. How about the, uh, the Garden State? You know this you're, when you were not playing. New Jersey, of course. You, of course. But did you know that there is a, uh, oh, where is it? I just saw it here. It kind of flipped me out because there's more than one Garden State. There is also a, God, where is it? Uh, I'm, I knew I'd blow this. How about the Great Lake State? What's a Great Lake State? Lake Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. There's a Garden State in North Dakota is the Peace Garden State. Interesting. Carolina's the Tar Heel State. And we are the evergreen state. It's nice that they are going to make that the official logo or motto, I guess, slogan of Washington State. It's interesting how some of these states got there, got their slogans, got their logos, their, their monikers, their mottos. Utah is the beehive state. You see that? It's funny. Utah, if you ever drive through Utah, all the highway signs are in the shape of beehives. There's a, that, that's their state logo on their highway signs. Utah is the beehive state. Something to do with the Mormon faith, I believe. West Virginia is the mountain state. Wisconsin is the badger state. Wyoming's the cowboy state. Nice. And Texas is the lone star state. Oh, South Carolina is the palmetto state. I knew that because of their flag. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Uh, Barbara wants that texture to know that he's wrong. And she's got your back, Matt. New Mexico, the land of enchantment. Absolutely. That's on their license plate. It really is, too. I got family in New Mexico. Land of enchantment works for that place. Absolutely stunning. Stunning part of the country. Ah. Matt, someone says, you sure can find joy on the jukebox. I think I, I love that about you. Well, you got to find it somewhere. You do, man. And, you know, we can disagree on a lot of different topics in this country. And we've all got points of view. That particular gun topic, by the way, came up. And I, I started that. I apologize. A texter asked me what I thought about the members of the House of Representatives who, during the State of the Union wore um, abortion support, uh, well, they wore Planned Parenthood pins that had um, a heart, and it was an, uh, it was a supporting, uh, abortion is health care was the message that these particular representatives chose to champion during the State of the Union. And a texter, that particular texter that Matt was, uh, was discussing topics with, Ask me what I thought about those two representatives who wore the abortion heart pins at the State of the Union. And I said I thought uh, higher of them than I thought of the folks who wore assault rifle pins during the State of the Union, especially on the heels. In close proximity to a school shooting, by the way, as I recall. Well, we're we're always within, uh, it's funny, you know, we're always within close proximity of a school shooting. It's like we're always within 500 feet of a school, church. I I can't believe they're able to sell pot anywhere in this state. Everywhere you go, you're within 500 feet of a school or church. 
Yeah, but we need it more by the day. We really do, man. <laughs> uh, it's Cairo Nights with Spike O'Neill and Matt Butler, the man who wears his heart on his sleeve, and I'm very proud of you, my friend. We'll be right back after these. state uh, motto game. That was fun. Although a texture did point out, Matt, it's not the Peach Street State in Georgia, it's the Peach State. A little bit wrong there. And uh, who else was somebody said that they asked about? Oh, isn't Illinois the land of Lincoln? That's on their license plate. But their state motto is the Prairie State. I can't figure, fathom that one either. Ain't a prairie anywhere near Illinois. At least, not that I've seen. And I've been through Illinois quite a few times. Uh, I'm, a, uh, I'm planning next next hour to talk about flawless movies, the perfect movie. I've got a list of 20 movies that are so flawless they've been described as perfect. Be a nice mood changer. Get us off the idea of, you know, anytime we talk about things that are so, um, so we're so passionate about in this country, whether it's, uh, you know, pro-choice, pro-life, whether it's Second Amendment rights, First Amendment rights, we're all very passionate about this country and the rights we hold as Americans, and we should be. And we have different points of view, different priorities for our families, for the way we were raised, the traditions that we were brought up in. I can respect that we've got different points of view. I really can. Um, And life is precious. You know, anybody who is pro-choice will tell you that an abortion is probably the last resort. Abortions are tragic and should happen as infrequently as possible. I think most folks would agree with that statement. I find it ironic that most of the folks that are so anti-abortion are also anti-contraception. You know, how do you, you know, you want to have less abortions? Pass out more condoms in schools. Oh, we're already start. Good, good, good. This is going to be fun. A texter already says one of the perfect movies, flawless movie. It's not, and it's not on the list. I saw too. Zach, in Federal Way, is dazed and confused. The high school movie, the last day of school movie, dazed and confused about the quest to get Aerosmith tickets, basically. That was the kind of... Matthew McConaughey is in Dazed and Confused. He plays the uh, the graduated high schooler who just can't move on. That's what I love about high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. You know, what... <laughs> Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Days Confused, you're right, is a flawless movie. I, I you know, and I, I, yeah, I thought Georgia was a peach shake. A texter asked me if I'd ever stood in the Four Corners, which are, and I hope I don't get this wrong because I have been to the Four Corners. It's New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, and Utah, if I'm not mistaken. Those are the Four Corners that meet at the at the only place in America where four states touch. There are a lot of states that have three states that you can stand in three states at one spot. That happens quite a few places in America. But the Four Corners, it's the only place in America where that happens. And I believe it's New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, and Utah. I'll look it up during the commercial break, but I think that's it. I'm pretty sure that's it. When we come back, let's talk about what is in your estimation. And again, this is just an opinion. 
it's no less valid than whether your opinion is pro-life, pro-choice, whether it's Second Amendment or, or anti-gun. Those are just opinions we're all allowed to have. What makes a movie the perfect movie, a flawless movie? And what's your example of a flawless movie? I mean, so good, you can't find anything wrong with it. I'll give you a couple examples to chew on, okay? Jaws. Flawless. I mean, there's that movie still to this day. What's it? Like almost 50 years since Jaws came out? Still to this day, terrifying. I mean, strikes fear in the heart of everybody to this day. Flawless. Ooh, the original Blade Runner. Flawless movie. I, I agree completely. And ironically, it is. It's set in the movie. It's set in the year 2021. Two years, an hour past the original Blade Runner movie. Yeah, that's how they got it. Maybe they got it wrong. Maybe it's not flawless because, you know, they really didn't nail what 2021 was going to look like in Blade Runner. Oh, Blazing Saddles. Flawless. Some people say Blazing Saddles is completely flawed from the minute it starts to the minute it ends, but not me. I love it. I love it. It's Cairo Nights. We'll be right back after these, folks.